welcome back to the Will Be Right podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Hannah. And we're so excited to be with you here again. This happy Monday. Monday, listeners. Happy, happy Monday. Oh, wow. Should that be our new theme song? Well, I think that will be copyright because... <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I don't think it would be. So there's this song that my one of my high school teachers used to play for us. And if my siblings are listening, they'll know exactly what I'm about to sing. She used to play this. It used to be like this... Um, one of those websites where you can type in somebody's name and it will like sing you a song with that name in it. Okay. So this particular one was the birthday song and it would go, happy birthday, Hannah. Happy, happy birthday. My dog says woof, woof to you, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really funny. And so I feel like if I was like, happy Monday, listeners, they would. Oh, they'd probably come for you. They'd come for me. I'll tell you what, Jared did our theme song and I think if we switched it, he would come for me. So we best keep it as is. I think so. But also I was wondering, should we make it longer? We should ask the listeners if we should make it longer than, because I think it's nine seconds. So you don't have enough time to like get into it. Do you know what I mean? No, you don't know what I mean. You're looking at me weird. <laughs> it's all good. Um, he did a great job. And yeah. I'm happy to listen to nine seconds and no more. Oh, okay. Job, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Snaps to Jared. Honestly. If Let us know though. If doing a uh, podcast and you need an intro song produced. He did great. He did do a good job. Yeah. But I will say it comes at a high price because he keeps reminding me that he did a great job. So just be aware that there, it comes with strings of emotional manipulation. <laughs> just kidding. He was wonderful and very happy to support. It's so funny. Um, how has your week been? Yeah, it has been all right. It's been all right. Um, not a whole lot's been going on. Just okay. been kind of pitter-pattering your yeah. time along. Yeah, we had a really chill weekend, which was nice. Um, we did some podcast stuff. Yeah, we did. It's cool. Mm. Um, we'll probably talk about that more later. We'll talk about it later. It'll come up. Sure. And Organically. Okay. <laughs> nah, it'll be on the social, so you guys should check it out. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it was a good week. Pretty chill. Uh, we had some weird uh, stuff going on with our house. Okay. So um, that stuff has sort of slowly rectified itself. So, very happy to hear that. Oh, well, I know what happened to your... Do you not want to share what happened to your house? Listen, it's disgusting. I'll tell everybody. You tell them. Just get prepped because it's gross. Trigger warning. Dead yeah, animals. Like animals. <laughs> yeah, but not in like a... Whoa. <laughs> Listen, a couple weeks ago, it was really rainy. And what we think happened is a mouse or a rat came into our house, fell, and died in our wall. We live in a double brick house... And then you just have to leave it there. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever smelled in my life. We just had to quarantine one of our rooms. Yeah, so on Google, it was like, you must quarantine the room. Yeah. And Literally, Google was like, sorry to have to tell you this. There's this, this website. Uh, it was like a cleaner website. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, we can't come do that for you because it's not a thing. You can't. Somebody, if you if you have a house with... Um, uh, brick? Yeah, with like brick, you can't really do it. If it's, if it's just... Um, drywall you can cut it open take it out and patch up the drywall but our house is not drywall so like the wall that we're 100 percent sure it happened in they were like it'll just go away on its own and you're just gonna have to deal with it until then so we have not stepped foot in our office for like two weeks and i i I went in there because i got a super cool rug on facebook marketplace which is the best thing that happened to me all week and listen it smells fine in there now and I've never been happier to smell normal air. I'm so glad. So you guys back in that because that was your office. You're back in the office. We haven't officially moved yet because it was like two days ago that I went in. Yeah. Yesterday, okay. two days ago. Yeah. Best cool. day of my life. I'm so happy for you. 
10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, I, my week has been okay. My, it's been good. Um, I think at this point, everyone knows that I just hate Australian winter. <laughs> I knew you were going to talk about this as soon as we, I was driving over here and it started to kind of like sprinkle mist. And I was like, Sarah's going to hate this. I do hate it. I hate it. I hate the rain. I hate everything. My hair is frizzy. <sighs> And I'm cold, but then if I heat the house, then I'm hot, then I'm cold, then I'm hot, mm. then I'm cold. Just give me one temperature so I can deal with it. Yeah. But also, exciting news in the life of Sarah, I'm throwing a Christmas party in two weeks. So this week, I'm going to be decorating my house Honestly, for Christmas. I kind of expected to come over here and have it be Christmas decorated. Already. I'm going to start decorating tomorrow for were you Christmas. Waiting, were you waiting for me? You were like, listen, Hannah, I don't know about her. <laughs> She doesn't get that much Christmas. I was like, until she leaves, yeah. then. As soon as I step out the door, I'm going to see you, like, just drag a Christmas tree across the house. Honestly, if you want to stay for 10 minutes and help me get the Christmas tree out of the very high place, I would love you for it. The worst part of decorating for Christmas? Of course, I'll <laughs> Wow, thank you. True <laughs> friendship. Um, anyways, diving right into our culture quirks. Yeah, do you want to go first? I do want to go first. Um, so if you're new here, a culture quirk is just something we've experienced different in the culture in WA versus our respective states. So um, I would love to go first because I actually piggybacks right off of what you were just talking about which is oh. rain and it doesn't actually have to do with rain it just is winter and y'all just prepare for me to complain about winter until winter is over oh and God. then i will stop complaining about it and you'll hear my mood will be shifted and i will be a summer angel goddess <laughs> riding the streets on my bike and picking flowers off the side of the highway um <laughs> oh, that seems like a really dangerous move but all right that just that's the vibe you know like very whimsical I don't know that anything to do with the side of the highway is whimsical. But do you know what I'm talking about when they're like flowers all along the side of the highway? Yeah, girl. But there's also a lot of cars on the highway. True. But Listen, okay. Side of the road. Yeah, side of the road. Sure. Picking flowers. Getting eucalyptus out of people's yards. I have done thief. that. <laughs> I'm a thief. Also, yeah, I've done some sketchy things. In... Let's not admit on the podcast. No, no, no. I won't tell you any more information, but I have done some sketchy things for uh, uh, you know, to get flowers. For the love of plants. For the love of plants and flowers. Mm -hmm. Anyways, my culture quirk this week is that in Australia, it is very unusual to have a drying machine, which is why I grew up on a drying machine. Like a dryer. A dryer. Yeah. Um, they're very un uncommon here. Yeah. Not very many people have them because they all, they waste a lot of energy. They're they do, especially when the sun is... Yeah. The hottest thing yes. ever. And you, you like melt going yes. into it. It dries your clothes in like half a second. I know. So in the summer, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. I would never even touch a drying machine. It wouldn't make any sense because like you're saying, you can literally go outside. Not literally, but it feels <laughs> like you can go outside, shake your clothes twice yeah. and it's dry. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yes. They're dry super fast. So fast. Um, but in winter, it takes forever. Yes. And this all came to a bit of a head mm -hmm. this past weekend. Um, I had shoots and weddings and things mm -hmm. and a lot of things on the last few weeks and I haven't had time to do the laundry, but all this last week and the week that we're in, it's been raining every single day. Mm -hmm. So we had like five loads of laundry to do. And Jeremy, my sweet, sweet husband, Jeremy, <laughs> so kind of him. He did wash our clothes here and take them to a laundromat to dry them, to dry them just because we couldn't, yeah, well, you would just not have enough 
at a certain point, you just don't have enough space to hang them. No, like because you need them. you need to get those like airing racks. Yeah, and we are currently surrounded by. We yeah, we've literally got them in my laundry or in my um living room oh, yeah. living room right now. But um, at, yeah, at some point we don't live in a very big house, mm. so we don't have space for it, and we would have to turn the heaters on in the house. Otherwise, yeah. it gets like musty. Like. Listen, I think that people in the U.S., at least in Minnesota, mm-hmm. my parents have started doing this. I was super embarrassed yeah. when they started. They In the summer, they would hang things out. Obviously, if you hung it out in the wintertime, it would just freeze. Nothing would happen. Yeah. So I don't know anybody who doesn't... If they have a washing machine, they have a dryer. Yeah. And I don't know anyone who doesn't have... Like, if they have one, they have got the other. Yes. I don't know anybody who relies exclusively on air drying outside. Mm. Um, And I don't think most people rely at all on air drying inside because Mm. you just use a dryer. Yeah. Um, Because when it's really cold, it's not good. It doesn't dry very fast. But they get... I'm not a fan. Of drying machines? No, no. I love dryers. Oh, right. I can't wait. Listen, I cannot wait to go back to Minnesota and, like, smell clothes right on the dryer. Mm. Um, my mom, while I was at home, would stick a um, towel in the drying machine, yeah. which is what she used to do for all of us. She used to throw towels into the dryers and then would come up and, and wrap us up in the warm. Like she would pull it right out yeah, of the dryer. Um, or just like when you were like, hanging out? Just like when we were cold. If she like noticed that we were cold, she would chuck a towel into the dryer so nice. and wrap us up. So that's what she did when I was home. When I was freezing, she was like, Sarah, hold on. Oh, like, so and wrapped nice. it up and she goes, mm, your favorite. Oh, thanks, mom. I can do the opposite for you here. Like in the wow. summer, I can get clothes right out of the washer and just wrap you oh my in gosh. a wet Brilliant. Towel. Thank you. We should get a walk-in freezer. <laughs> just hang out in there. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's my culture quirk. Um, I do really like drying my clothes in the summer, but mm. in the winter, it just feels like a hassle. So and I just don't feel like things get clean because yeah. it just gets musty. Anyways, mm. yeah. I want to know, okay, I'm so excited that we have transitioned. We're talking about mm. clothes here because I have, Jared and I had a a lover's tiff, okay. if you will. An argy bargy. I have no idea what that is. What? You've never heard of an argy bargy? No. It's an Australian term, meaning like a little, like a little fight, but not enough to be like a fight. Like an argy bargy is just like a half fight. I'm here for it. Yeah. Wow. Look at you with your Aussie facts. I know. That's one of my favorite ones that Jeremy introduced me to way back yeah. when, like when we were not dating and like when we were friends. Yeah. Well, we had one. Okay. An argy bargy. Love it. Because I think that the most effective way to dry your pants Oh. Is to, I, I texted you about this. This is a, a, a grew. Um, the most effective way to dry your pants on the line is to go with the legs, like, you know, right where your feet might come out. Mm-hmm. And that to hang, put the pegs there, the, the clothes pegs yeah. on there and to hang them off. Jared is of the mind that you do it on the waistband. Yeah, we all have different ideas as to why, but I would really like to crowdsource. We have like a good amount of people who listen to the podcast and a good amount of people who are quite active on our socials. So I am going to, when this episode drops, I'm going to put this up as a poll and I really need your answers. And we'll draw, we'll draw a picture or like show yeah, you a little visual. Do you want to, sh- wait, did you already share what you think is the best way? Yeah, I did. Okay. So I hang it the way Jared hangs it, but for a very specific... Mm. Don't roll your eyes at me. You that was rude. That's the right way to do it, Sarah. Because I'm very short. Mm-hmm. And so if my pants are hung 
upside down where the waistband is at the bottom mm-hmm. it often will stretch the pants out yeah. and then i have to rewash them to like shrink them back so we are just saying here from a from a speed of drying perspective right not for other, other ideas yeah got it cool well what's your culture quirk oh sorry i got all cut up just reliving that argy <laughs> bargy. <laughs> yeah, that was right. Okay, nice. All right. Well, uh, I've been I've been sitting on this culture quirk for a while, and okay. I'm really, really, really excited to bring it up. Um, I was sitting on it a, for a while. It's something that I noticed when I was here in 2017, but it recently reasserted itself. Okay. In my life. Okay, so Australia is pretty hot. I kind of assumed that coming here, people would drink iced coffees a lot. Yeah. Um, and that it would just be like a really normal thing, especially in the summertime because it's really, really hot. Definitely. So I, the first time I was here, I, um, you know, I, I went in to a coffee shop in the summer. I asked for an iced coffee and the woman behind the counter was like, oh, do you want cream in that? And I was like, hmm, yeah. I mean, like, I want like milk, milk in there. And she was like, no, 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 do you want cream? And I was like, listen, I have a feeling we're not on the same page, but I do not know what you're talking about. I was like, I want milk. This is like the white tea debacle all over again. Yeah. I was like, I want milk. I don't, I don't like, sure, a little bit of cream or milk, whatever. And she was like, no, 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 do you want cream on top? Like whipped cream. And I was like, what? Ugh, no, no, I don't want whipped cream. No, thank you. And she was like, okay. Oh, she was not thrilled. There was a long line behind me. I was obviously irritating. It's all good. Fair enough. So I go pick up my iced coffee at the end, and I'm like, hmm, that was super weird. Why would they just put whipped cream on top? And I go, and there's some white stuff on top. And I was like, I told her no whipped cream. Sarah, it wasn't whipped cream. It was a scoop of vanilla ice cream. And I have never been so horrified to see ice cream in my life. I was genuinely blown oh away. Oh, my gosh. I... I was like, why? first off, why didn't she mention it? Like, she yeah. had a whole back and forth. Probably she didn't want to get into it. But as I walked out of the coffee shop, I stuck my fingers in, grabbed the ice cream and tossed <gasps> it in the trash. I was like, it was 9 a.m. Oh I don't want to eat ice cream. Anyways. At 9 a.m. I was really weirded out. And so I, I texted Jared and I was like, oh my gosh, you would not believe the craziest thing just happened to me at the coffee shop. Yeah. This lady was trying to put whipped cream and she put ice cream in my iced coffee. Yeah. How weird is that? And Jared was like, okay. And like he was expecting something else. Yeah. Because when you order an iced coffee in Australia, you're ordering like coffee, milk, ice, ice. Ice cream. Of ice cream and whipped cream on top. Yes. So the reason this recently reasserted itself, I've been telling this story for mm-hmm. ages. So if we're friends in real life, yeah, you've heard this story and I'm so sorry. But now you heard it again. Um, but recently, yeah. Jared's grandmother came to visit. Um, oh, sweet. Yeah, it was really, really nice to have her here. And we got to spend lots of time with her and have a couple dinners with her. Um, and she was talking about a trip that she took to the States with um, her husband, well, like, 10 plus years ago. Okay. Long so time. they went to the States and she ordered an iced coffee and she was like, you would not believe it. I ordered an iced coffee. It came out. It was just coffee and milk and ice. And I was like, <laughs> where is the whipped cream? Where is the ice cream? And I was like, oh, I, the vitriol in her voice, like yeah. she was mad. She was upset. Yeah. And it's been like a long time. I tell this story. There is vitriol in my voice. Yeah. I am still mad. There's like real emotion coming from it. Oh my gosh. We had the exact same reaction to the exact opposite, opposite. <gasps> drink but it was so funny because i was like oh well i got mine at 9 a.m i didn't want to eat ice cream at 9 a.m and she was like i also ordered mine at 9 a.m and i don't want to drink just black coffee and i was like oh, oh. okay well <laughs> listen fair enough either way if you're expecting ice yes. cream and you don't get it 
reason for anger. Yeah. I don't know that getting ice cream when you're not expecting it is a general reason for anger, but in this particular situation, I feel valid. So I agree. I remember the first time that I ordered an iced coffee and it was with my mother-in-law and mm. she just thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing. I was literally like, ugh, what is this? And she was like, what did you order doll? And I was like, I ordered an iced coffee. And she was like, oh, you're giving yourself a little treat with your ice yeah. cream. And I was like, no, I, I just wanted ice. Yeah. It's hot. I just wanted something not. I did not want ice hot. cream coffee. I wanted yeah. ice coffee. Yeah. So, anyways, I it was a genuine anxiety point for me for a while because I would go mm -hmm. to coffee shops and want an ice. I knew what I wanted. I wanted yes. coffee, ice, and milk. Yes. And I would go up and be like, I want an iced coffee, but I don't want. I do, I do want milk in it. I don't want whipped cream. Oh no cream. And I do want not want ice cream. Yeah. I probably, I mean, I'm sure I was much nicer about it than that, but there was like, I was like, please don't do this to me again. I do, this is a shock I don't need in my life. Yes. And then somebody told me, you can just order an iced latte. And an iced latte here is just. Yeah. Just a latte with ice. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, if you come to Australia and you want ice cream. Ice, ice coffee. coffee. If you come to Australia and you just want ice and coffee and milk, get an iced latte and although do you know the last two times that i've ordered an iced dirty chai so dirty chai is my favorite drink mm -hmm. it's my go-to drink the last two times that i've ordered it iced it's come with ice cream and i forget to tell them no ice cream because chai you don't put a, a scoop of ice cream with chai listen I, it could probably be good as a dessert i just feel like where's the context clues here it's 9 a.m i know well the both times was like at one o'clock in the afternoon but for me yeah the last two times but threw me for a loop and i keep forgetting about it and nobody is safe no one <laughs> this is what sarah's saying uh, and me i guess you're not safe here you're not safe in the u.s either way there's going to be an iced coffee debacle so that's I right just maybe just drink hot coffee maybe or like really put some research into it which is not what you want to have to do before drinking coffee in the morning no just yeah just clarify mm -hmm. that's what i've been doing because i'm like i don't especially because it reacts my my allergies just yeah and i'm just like i did not want a scoop of ice cream <laughs> um is this coconut ice cream that's what i, I feel like that could be good that would be i feel like that would be good all right anyways moving along <laughs> <laughs> so this week we are talking about something that we've done quite a few times between the two of us we're talking about moving internationally so um there are some things we've done really well, and there are some things that you can learn from, so you don't have to do it as badly as we yeah. did. So we're gonna share some of those lessons with you today, um, some some wins and some uh, stumbles. This is a nice way to put it. <laughs> yeah, it was gonna... messed up. <laughs> Not wins and losses, hmm. wins and stumbles. Wins and learnings for later. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Um, do you want to start us off? Yeah. Okay. So um, I'll, I'll start off with the success. Okay, great. Love good, it. Good job, Hannah. We'll start off in the beginning, giving myself a real pat on the back here. So I have said this so many times, but I am very sentimental. I am mm. very nostalgic. I love keeping little things that make me remember different parts of my life. Yeah. When moving internationally, and I've done it quite a few times, I've moved, well, so I've moved within the States a few times, but I've yeah. also moved to Europe, I've moved within Europe, I've moved to Korea, and I've moved to Australia twice. Yeah. Um, so I've done this a couple times, and 
I have I have gotten I've I've had some learnings from some of my mistakes. And cool. one of the things was that there are things that I feel really emotionally pulled to, some really like a cute thing that a student gave me or a t-shirt that I really liked. Mm. And I don't need to keep this tiny stuffed animal and this t-shirt has a lot of holes in it Mm. and as much as I nostalgically want to keep it I know that it's a bad plan and it's not gonna be the thing to fit my suitcase yeah so I started taking pictures and they take no space unless you print them out and so that has been my go-to that's lovely yeah and I actually I recently got a a kind of a photo memory of this t-shirt that I bought for Jared in Korea that when we came here, he was like, there's holes in it and like sweat stains. I'm going to get rid of it. And I was like, you can't. <laughs> when we did long distance. And he was like, no, Hannah, absolutely not. So I took a picture of it with Aww. like he's holding it up. And yeah, it recently came up in my memories. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. So that has been a real win for me is like, you don't have to completely yeah. rid yourself of these nostalgic yeah. leanings. But, you know, you can find a, a less physically... Um, inclined way to embrace them yeah i love that that's beautiful i also um i really love things as well i like surrounding myself with things that people give me i'm also my love language is just gifts which sounds really shallow it just it's it could be a pack of gum yeah which my roommate notoriously would get me once a semester (laughs) like one of those semester like one of those big packs of gum in my favorite flavor that's and would be like hey good luck this year or good luck this semester and it would be on my pillow it was really sweet anyways it can be like something little yeah for me personally where i'm just like oh you thought of me Mm -hmm. that's what that's really what it is it's just like gifts i feel like it's just oh you thought of me Mm -hmm. um and i notoriously will overpack those things yeah because I want to be surrounded by things that people give me that I makes me think they love me. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our successes, and I recognize that it is very specific to us, to you and to Jeremy and I, um, because this we knew that we were moving to Australia um, in February of 2019 while I was finishing up my last semester of school. Okay. He was living in Australia at the time. That's one of the times we were long distance. Right. And he came back to watch me graduate, which was really, really sweet. Um, And when he came back, he then, so when he came back to the States and then went back to Australia, he took a lot of my stuff there and took a lot of my winter clothes back with him because I was entering summer. I didn't need them in the States. Yeah, and you knew that when you came here, it was going to be... Well, it was going to be summer again. I skipped winter that year. All right. Wow, (laughs) Sarah's dream life. I'm literally my dream. Um, Yeah, so I gave him stuff that I wanted to be surrounded by and I knew that I would want um, which was really really helpful and yeah. would highly suggest if you do have that opportunity to take to, to do that. Yeah. It was very very helpful in our transition. Because you have such a limited amount of space. Like it's not like you yeah. can pop. You know some people do they use like a shipping container but neither one of us did. So No I didn't have, have that much stuff. It's lot. not like I was shipping yeah. like my like family heirloom table or something. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you have a really, it has to be able to fit inside a suitcase. Yeah. So it's a cl- very clever to kind of utilize extra suitcase moments mm-hmm. when they are there. Definitely. Um, 
You can do that when people come to visit you, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do that when people visit. Yes. <laughs> my sister and I, I was on the phone with my sister earlier today, and they're planning, her and her husband are planning a trip over. And I was like, ooh, that means you'll have four suitcases. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of math involved when people start to travel. It's not math like, oh, how are we going to do these days? It's like, okay, listen, uh, if I could get one fourth of your suitcase space, then I can bring home this thing that I wanted to bring, but I couldn't fit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mathematician brain just like I know absolutely clicks on. I love it. That is a great tip. Mm. Um, I'm gonna go straight in with something I did really badly, and that's I have, fine. I have never done this well, Sarah. Somehow I have moved internationally so many times, and I've done this issue every single time. Oh gosh, why? I don't know. I keep being like, ugh, I didn't finish this thing of shampoo and conditioner or like, uh, my face wash isn't fully empty or like, this is an almost new thing of deodorant. Best pack them. Sarah, they have deodorant here. They sure do. Or I like, oh, I bought, I bought a three pack cause they were on sale, but I'll just bring them all because like, don't want to waste. The amount of space that I used with like uh, half space used and weight. I know it was so dumb. I want, and I've done this every single time. Tons of socks. I brought like a bunch of socks. Socks are like a dollar from Kmart. Yeah. Yeah. And they'd be new. Yes. I brought like, Sarah, I brought socks with holes in them. No, mm. Hannah. What a, a fool's move. All of these things are replaceable. <laughs> it was, a, it's a fool's move. And I have done it like every single time. Yeah. So listen, there are things that if give away yeah. the, the extra two things of deodorant that you haven't opened, mm-hmm. you bought as a three pack and let somebody else finish your shampoo and conditioner yes or toss it yeah like, you don't have to use it no it's, the space is is too valuable to be wasted on deodorant and yes. have to use shampoo and conditioner so um i maybe if i ever move internationally again i will listen back on this podcast as a reminder good to do a final sweep of my bags i know. will i'll check the bags oh, for no. you oh no sarah's just oh. gonna walk out with like an armful of <laughs> I'm going to be like, and you're going to leave me this conditioner and I'm going to be stealing this deodorant. She's like, I'm going to smell amazing and I will stink. That's fine. I feel like one deodorant to take on the plane with you makes sense to have in your carry on. Yeah. But you could definitely do a small one too. Yeah. don't need a full size. No, that is so funny. That's so funny, Hannah. Jumping right off of that though, is something that I know because of moving internationally Mm. Is that, so let me clarify that you always get two bags for free when you travel internationally. Most. Well, yeah. Mostly to Australia too. Like. Yeah. Yeah. You receive two. Free. Free international or checked bags. Um, It is less expensive to check an additional bag than it is to check those two free bags overweight. So you are allowed 23 kilos or 50 pounds Mm -hmm. in a checked bag. It is less expensive for you to check a third bag than it is for those two original bags to be exceed, uh, for them to exceed the 23 kilos slash 50 pounds. Yeah. Because each pound or kilo after that is like really, really pricey. Yeah. It's like 50 bucks per kilo or something. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Yeah. You could pay the same amount. And for, just have way more space. So, exactly. So, it, I know that it's 50 pounds yeah. or $50 per kilo. Oh, no. Hilarious. Um, I know this from my my latest trip that I've taken. Yeah. Um, two of my bags were going to be over, mm-hmm. and it was going to cost me, like, $750. <gasps> 
Or it just cost me $150 oh, okay. to check one extra bag. Okay. And the stress of not having to like be that person at Correct. check-in that's like throwing their underwear all over the place trying to get rid of it. Correct. That might be a good opportunity though, to get rid of your uh, half-used deodorant. It would be a very good opportunity, <laughs> but not worth it. No. You could fill that whole third suitcase with deodorant shampoo. You sure could. Wow. I'll remember that for next time. $150. <laughs> Depending on the airline, of course. Right. But it seems like check that out as an option. Yeah. I am a huge proponent of just of weighing your bags aggressively. Oh, same. Oh, no. Yes. My dad and I took turns weighing ourselves on the scale yes. and then holding the bag on yeah. the scale. We also don't have a big weight. Yeah. Weight. Yeah. Well, my we don't came out real hard. Big. Big weight. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, my arms were like really, really, really tired when I moved because I'll pick yeah. it up and I'll be like, this is exactly 50 pounds. Or, yeah. Like, this is like 49.8. Yeah. We'll keep it at that. And I'll just, I've just done that like a ton of yeah. times, like move things around between them. Yeah. I just, if I am going to pay an overage fee or if I'm going to have to check another bag, I just want to know in advance. Yes. It reduces a lot of stress. It sure does. Yep. Um, so I'm going to go in with a success because, um, yeah, I'm not only packing your <laughs> products. Um, so I've mentioned this. Wow. Okay. I'm super sentimental. I got to stop prefacing. People just know. People know. I'm Hannah, the sentimental one on the podcast. <laughs> this, I'm Sarah, the non-sentimental. Okay. <laughs> so I think that... You mentioned that you really like to be surrounded by things that people give you, that you feel loved. Yeah. I feel that. I think when you're moving, especially when you're planning to stay there and make that place home, even if it's just for a little while, you want that place to feel like home. And and part of that is bringing things that bring you joy and have that sentimental value and have that kind of emotional value. Yeah. Um, with you like you want that to be reflected in your home in your space and i think that making room for that outside of just um you know photos like printing out photos of your favorite t-shirt that you didn't bring it would be interesting decor but like you know do you um you can bring stuff that is small and weighs very little we actually brought um two blankets that my my aunt and my cousin Mm. um knit and crocheted respectively yeah. and for our wedding and they're big blankets yeah. and it still shocks people that we brought them but we used one of those um airtight bags. the vacuum ones mm. yeah you actually just roll it really tight yeah rachel my sister incredible at those bags really tapped t- talent of theirs until we moved and then they were asked to like rachel was doing like um like circus moves standing on these things (laughs) rolling them around to get all the air out honestly it was incredible incredible um but yeah we brought blankets we brought some little pieces of art um and a ton of just random minnesota stuff like minnesota shaped cookie cutters and um like hand towels and it's it's just nice i think when people come over to our house they're like wow there's like a lot of minnesota you just said that last time i said it literally two days ago it's over your house and i was like oh i haven't seen this minnesota thing yeah (laughs) it's been there but honestly there's so many of them they're just hidden my favorite one is the one that like it's like a little ornament surely it's a cookie cutter i think that hangs over the door in the kitchen oh my god that goes no, into it's a, it's a um bottle opener yeah oh it's so cute it just yeah. hangs above one of, <laughs> one of the doors there, one of the doors there was like a nail in the oh and, and you were like, like this is a good place to i was like hang this. might as well hang this thing <laughs> we got so much minnesota stuff i don't know where to put it that is so funny yeah i love it yeah so make room for those sentimental items some of them like there's no need to get rid of all of them mm-hmm. they make you feel at home 
And that is very important. Totally. I completely agree. Um, something that we did not do well that I have a little bit of, of I have guilt about it. Oh. I know. Um, so we got married right before we left. Uh-huh. And at the time, we thought that we were going to be moving back to the States after a short amount of time. Right. That did not happen, obviously. Now we're here pretty permanently. Yeah. Um, but because we thought that we would be moving back in less than a year, we had people buy us gifts for our wedding. Yeah, like a wedding registry. Yeah, off of a wedding registry, which is really kind. But a lot of that stuff has been sitting there and not in use. And I was able to bring it a, a lot of a large majority of it back with me this last time. But um, there's still some of it just sitting there. So I think if people do offer to get you things as like a going away gift or things like that um maybe think things maybe ask for things that lay flat yeah like a check no (laughs) (laughs) like cash (laughs) like cold hard cash cold hard cash Um, yeah or you could have them send it to your yeah, Amazon is a great... Mm-hmm. I know I'm not... I'm just going to be transparent. I don't love Amazon. Yeah. Well, really anything you but, can order online. You could do an Etsy order. You could that's true. order it from a, a local like department store kind of thing. That's or you true. could just say, like, look, I got you a gift card to some mm-hmm. local shop. No, 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 no. Gift cards don't work unless you buy it from the retailer in Australia. So, for example, there is a West Elm in America and there's a West Elm in Australia. You cannot buy a gift card in America. Uh, It's in with, like, Starbucks and... Yeah. um, Yeah, but, no, you could, like, buy a Myers gift card. Yeah, 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 yeah. Online, you can do that. Yeah. And Um, say, like, this is specifically for a toaster. Yes. Use my money for a toaster. Yes. Yeah, Um, that's a great idea, actually. mm -hmm. Um, That goes for you being the person moving and also people knowing people that are moving Sarah that's a great idea pearls of wisdom no that was from you girl that yeah, was I didn't even think that was it. team tagging For- good Good job to us. But my parents do. They go on it. We make a wish list on Amazon for Christmas and birthday presents. Oh, and they just nice. buy it from there, which is really nice and very, very handy. That's very And nice. saves a lot of money for all parties involved. Yeah. My, we have, we've, um, we've played Elf and my uh, played Elf. Elf, yeah, like Christmas Elf. And like my family has played Christmas Elf of like, hey, for Jared's Christmas present from my parents, they my mom was like, I'm buying this thing. I'm I'm buying it from, from Meyer. I'm going to have you pick it up. Like I'm doing it for Christmas. Right, right, right. I see what you're saying. And so I went and picked it up and then came home and wrapped it and like, you know, had it ready. Cute. And like note that it was from them. And they've done that on the opposite end as well. That's sweet. Um, We've been, you know, we've sent stuff. Yeah. To them or sent stuff to my sister and been like, oh, Rach, can you, you know, wrap this for, for whatever. Um, it is really helpful. Yeah, that's really sweet. Click and Collect actually works super well for it. I've done that with Target a couple times. Yeah. Where I've had Rachel, actually, I did it for Valentine's Day where I had Rachel go pick up like a Target pickup order that was all Aww. of $15. Yeah. And it was just like candy and some cat treats yeah. to give to Rachel and their cat and then um, my friend Sophie and her cat and then some um, candy for my parents. It's uh, just like a... Love. Yeah. That's really sweet. Love that. Um, do you have any other successes in... Yeah, and, and listen, stu- stumbles. I've got another loss. Is that what we're calling it? Stumbles. Sure, <laughs> makes you feel a little better. Wins and stumbles. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, I've talked a lot about getting rid of things in terms of you don't need to bring 
all of your holy socks. Mm. But you do not have to be that ruthless. And that was a, mm-hmm. a that's a more recent learning for me is I got kind of stressed out about having to get rid of stuff. And I was just like, get rid of it all. Mm. And now I'm like, God, I really, I need, I actually do need shoes. Like, I, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I had a totally fine pair. They were old, but like, I, my, I like to wear clothes until they are like legit falling apart. Yeah, same. And shoes and all right, cool. So I have this pair of a red high heels that my mom got me in high school. Yeah. Um, and I think about those red high heels on the reg. Oh no. Uh, R.I.P. Those red high heels. But they were like quite old. Okay. Like they were not goodwillable. Really? Okay. But I could have brought them, but I did not. Anyways, so, you know, be in the right headspace to get rid of the amount of stuff that you need to get rid of. But yes. don't, you don't have to go you can have some things. Totally. I think that having somebody, a total third party perspective to sit with you and be like, will I need this? Yeah. Do I not need this? Yes. As like just a good sounding board to That's be like, helpful. yeah. So I, I had my roommate sit with me because I also went through that where ironically, I did not bring enough shoes either. I left all my winter shoes. What was I thinking? I wasn't. <laughs> um, but I had my roommates sit around me and I was like, do I need this? And they'd be like, no, you don't need that box of tampons. <laughs> oh, oh, I brought those too. Oh, did you? <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, they sell them here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, listen, biggest takeaway, I guess, is that you do need shoes when you come to Australia. That is true. So bring so, your shoes. Yeah. And honestly, bring us shoes. Apparently we're struggling. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you find any red heels that you're like, Hannah might like these. Slide into our DMs. Oh my gosh, I can't. But mostly, I'm sad about these heels. Yeah. So, don't be too ruthless. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> How about you? Any more wins? Yeah. Um, stumbles? Yeah, this is just a, a, a very general travel tip. And I have found specifically traveling internationally. I've traveled a lot in the yeah. States, but specifically traveling internationally. Um, I always have three copies of... Like my visa and um, this past time, you know, of my COVID vaccination or, you know, certificates and all these things Um, just in case anybody needs them and needs to walk away with them. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Jeremy and I, when we originally traveled, you know, my visa was taken and then not returned, but I had a copy of it. So it was okay. You know, Um, I would just suggest and that's something that I did and have been successful. Yeah, well, recently. Yeah, recently somebody took both my visa <laughs> and my COVID back, and I was like, okay. Hey, <laughs> yeah, that was during the layover in London, and I was like, <laughs> still two plane trips away from getting home, and I was like, oh my gosh. Thank goodness you had an extra copy, because you would have had to be asked for that again, right? I, yeah, I, and I was asked for it again. Mm. In Doha, when they were like, are you staying? And oh, I was like, right. no, I'm not staying. Like, please don't make me. I was like, I just want to go home. Apparently, apparently they were like, this girl looks lovely. She's, She's going to cool. stay in the country. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good travel trip, too, because I think I tend to have copies on my phone, but your phone can yeah. totally die. Yeah. Or get stolen. Or get lost. Like, well, mine didn't have the correct SIM cards for any of these places. So oh. if the internet was out of out of commission, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. And and when you're moving, there's a lot more to it. There's a lot more. You know, yes. when I've like I I had a like a working visa, obviously yeah. in Korea, and in uh, I had study visas when I was in the, mm. in Europe, and 
you have to like prove a lot of these. Honestly, even traveling internationally though, like when I went to London, they were really, they wanted, they ne- needed to know like the address I was staying at and yes. all this stuff. And if you don't have it memorized, they don't want you taking your phone out. So you're okay to have a piece of paper, but they don't really like it when you have your phone out. Yes. Like immigration. Yeah. And so I, that was a very good call. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 copies of everything. Oh, maybe Walk not. Maybe not 10. Ring of paper. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine just like pulling out a whole binder <laughs> of the exact same papers just, <laughs> just printed over and over and over? When I traveled Southeast Asia, I actually bought a binder that had all of my printed stuff in it. Yeah. So every flight, every hotel booking, every piece of information that I needed to prove that, yeah. um, that I, you know, that I had the, the correct visa to get in or yep. that I might, you know, whatever. And I still have that. And I, I recently had to go through, actually, I had to go through and take out because it was getting really heavy. Yeah, I can imagine. I never took them out. I just carried them around with me. And everywhere. just with the amount of traveling that you've done, I can imagine that that thing would get heavy. But I do still have the... Cumbersome. <laughs> I feel like, because they've got cute passport covers and they've got cute, like, ticket holders. Yeah. Somebody needs to make a cute binder. This, it was cute. Oh, was it cute? It was cute. Was yeah, it, like, yeah, yeah. F- specific to traveling? No, it wasn't. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. It's, you know, like, oh, the cute, like, like... the travel binder. You know, like, the cute travel, like... Thing you know, covers for your passport that are like yeah. nice and leather, yeah. and that you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, this was not that. This was pink with um, a peach. Which very, is, very cute. Yeah. Very cute. But I want something that matches my aesthetic. Oh, this wouldn't. That would. It would be cute though. It, I'm. Well, I believe you. I just. I'm like. I want a leather one. Yeah. Faux It'd be leather. Really nice. I want a faux leather one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna end my list on a high note because you know. That's what I like to do here on the podcast. Yeah. Um, so this is my last one. It is my success. Love it. So when you are moving, especially if you're planning to come back, but also if you're planning to um, bring things in, in uh, different loads, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, so if you're having people come visit you, um, if you have space to keep things somewhere, fantastic. But people can use the things that you're not bringing. So for example, um, Jared, when we moved to the States, Jared had two guitars and an amp and he left them with our friend Rob and Mm. Rob kept them and from what I understand, used them for like three and a half years we lived there. And then we moved back and now Jared has them and doesn't use them, but that's okay. Mm. Um, (laughs) And now they're collecting dust. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, But it, you know, it was that. I'm sure Ra would have been happy to just put it under the bed and not use it. But, like, why? Yeah. You could just use it. It's not losing value. It's it's doing what it needs to do. Yeah. And, um, we've got, like, our games. We've got some games um, that my parents are uh, babysitting, I guess. We'll babysitting! So they don't have to, like, sit somewhere collecting dust. They can just... They're using the games. They actually have a sticker on the bottom. My mom was like... Oh, cute. So we don't mix them up. Put a sticker on the bottom so it says um, HMJ game. Oh, cute. Um, Yeah. We printed stickers for the games. But, um, yeah, so that when we, you know, go back or people come visit, we can grab some. And um, But, yeah, why why storm? They can use them. And that's so beautiful. Get used up. Yeah, so I love that. That's a good way to, to, you know, store things without taking up people's basement or attic space. Yeah, and it's nice, too, I think, for people that are holding on to those items because they can see it and be like... Oh, this is Hannah's. Oh, Hannah, Hannah and Jared are with us. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like we're all playing this game together. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a sweet... Rob was basically playing with Jared for three and a half years. Oh, beautiful. I love that. that. You should. That would... We, he is not a very sentimental no, guy, I but so. I feel like... We're that kind of opposite in that way. Yeah. 
That's sweet, though. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. Um, my last one is something that I'm still working on. Oh, okay. And this is having a mindset that it's okay to grieve leaving, but it's also, it's okay to have a brand new and like, um, like warm heart and like a kindred spirit from, for where you are. Yeah. Does that make sense? To be like excited. You can to be excited. Both. You can hold both and both spaces are completely okay and good to have. They don't cross each other out. No, no. Just because you love the place that you've moved to doesn't mean that you can't still love the place you left. And um, yeah, it's just something that I'm still working on. And if you are moving really anywhere. Yeah. Literally literally anywhere. I think it's okay to hold both of those and know that they're still true. Yeah. And if you love somebody who is moving really far away and they're super excited about it and you're like, all right. And you did not want to stay here with me. Yeah. Um... Yeah, maybe give them a little grace that those two things can absolutely coexist. They can be really sad and really yeah. sad while also being super pumped and excited for this new space. Yeah, completely. Um, but that's all I have about moving and moving abroad. <laughs> Just to be open to the new place that you're moving to. Be willing, I think, mm. to learn and to adapt. Yeah. Um, while knowing that if you do learn and adapt and grow, you can still hold the same love for the place you left. Yes. Uh, that was beautiful, Sarah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I thought about it for a long time, mainly because I'm going through it. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. I'm going it every day. <laughs> um, so before we wrap up, I think it's maybe, maybe we can give people a little bit of a, a sneak peek, a little preview of what next week's episode is going to look like, because it's a little bit different than usual. Yeah. Yeah, so we had so much fun Mm -hmm. um, recording with our good friend, well, our now good friends, Rob and Lloyd of the Uh, Unintelligent Chat Show, which is another podcast that you should totally check out. Definitely listen to. Um, We had so much fun. We just did a little interview with them, and that episode is going to be dropping next week, so be on the lookout for that one. Yeah, so we're talking with them about their podcast, but also about their experience um, doing long-distance friendship. Yeah, so so Lloyd is living in the States at the moment, Mm -hmm. and Rob is here in Perth with us. Yeah. Yeah, so we're really looking forward to dropping that episode. Um, If you want any more updates, please follow us on Instagram and TikTok at willwewrite underscore podcast. That's where we post a lot of things. Like if you liked last week's episode um, and have stories and things like that, that's where you're going to find that submission form if we reach out to you guys again. And um, that's also where you're going to find that survey about the pants. Yeah, the more importantly. But the most (laughs) important thing to me is I now have a platform to figure out if I'm right or if my husband is right. Uh, I can't wait to find out who is right, honestly. Yeah, me Um, either. (laughs) Now I'm a little nervous. We'll see. We'll see how we go. But anyways, um, we love you guys and thanks for hanging out with us today. Yeah, and I think whichever way you, whether you pack half a deodorant or hang your pants um, upside down (laughs) or the right way, uh, I think we're hanging out. It's Monday. I think this week. I think we'll be right. I think we'll be right. Bye, guys. Bye.